if you hear a clap here and there throughout this, it's uh, it's us trying to eliminate a fruit fly that has decided it wants to hang out in our closet. I think it got stuck in here. Yeah, there's, there's no real know. reason for it. Maybe uh, we don't eat in our bedroom ever. I don't even think we really drink anything. No, I in was here. thinking about people who eat in bed recently, and I was just wondering, like, there are probably crumbs in oh, the bed. Yeah, like, it's probably not very sanitary. But there are many people who do it. Thousands, maybe. Definitely, there's a lot more people that do that than some of the other things that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. We'll sometimes play this game. I don't even know if it's called play playing a game, but it's a game. Okay, it's a game where. <laughs> One of us will be doing something with a vegetable or a fruit. And I mean doing something like eating it or chopping it or putting it into a dish. And it's not always a vegetable or fruit. Yeah, it could be a household utensil, a tool. It could be... Just an idea. Yeah, pretty much anything. Like tutus. That's something. Like like what a ballerina wears. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you meant... Somebody somewhere is into that. Yeah. And well, that's the, that'll the that's the game is somebody somewhere, and meaning somebody somewhere turns this into a sexual thing. Yeah, it's yeah usually uh, kink related. Mm-hmm. And it's almost I mean there's kind of that rule thirty four, which is if if it if it exists, there is porn of it. I think is what rule thirty four states, <laughs> which is pretty much true with very with probably fewer exceptions than than not. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I guess this brings me to the point of us not talking about sex stuff. (laughs) What I mean is, it seems like a a common thing that people will do in podcasts. I mean, I guess it depends on the podcast, but oftentimes sexual jokes will get made. Um, There's a few podcasts that we listen to, or one that we listen to in the past more often than we do now. Because it just kind of turned into talking about sex-related stuff more often than almost anything else. Yeah, focusing on people that have strange sexual fetishes or problems in general. Yeah, challenges. And, and, and what we mean, we don't mean that the, the podcasters are saying, oh, this person has a problem. We mean that the person says they have a problem with this thing. Maybe they found them on TikTok. Maybe they find these people on Twitter. Maybe they just find some random video who knows where. And then they'll have some laughs about it. And then sometimes they contact the person, sometimes not. Yeah. But it's not terribly interesting. When it's the sexual weird stuff. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I think that. I wonder why why that weirds you out so much. It doesn't weird me out. Or I just find mentioned... it boring. It's obnoxious. It's not mm-hmm. amusing. It's it's okay. It's all revolving around the same subject. Mm-hmm. It's not interesting to me. Yeah. It's okay. Look at this guy's putting these things up his butt, and oh, look at this gal. She's into seeing how many of this thing that she can fit in her mouth, and and then this guy likes elbows in his ear, and oh, it makes him purr like a cat, and oh, this person likes dressing up this way, and it's like okay. I guess the way I view sex stuff is that's their personal life. And I don't yeah. really care to go behind the closed doors. Mm-hmm. And you could make the argument, oh, well, they're putting it out on the Internet. Yeah, true. But I imagine in, in a lot of cases, or, or at least in some cases, they put it onto a forum 
And then somebody gets on that forum and they find this and they think it's funny and they go, <laughs> and then they go and they share it the re with the rest of the world. And the people that were sharing it on that forum, it was a private thing. And they're like, well, that wasn't really our intention was to share this with the world. This was kind of for us in this community. And, you know, if you're on the outside, then it is kind of weird, I suppose. Like, um, we were watching an interview with, I don't know what his last name is, but Andrew Collum, I think, from All Gas, No Breaks. Mm. He was on the H3 podcast, mm -hmm. and he was saying that after he went to the furry convention, he had a different view of them. And he said that a lot of the people that he met seemed as though they were probably, possibly, I forget exactly how he worded it, were on the spectrum. And so by being in these suits, they don't have to do eye contact. There's a lot of social interaction type stuff that gets a pass when you're wearing a, a, a giant costume and you don't have to be yourself because being themselves is, is challenging in, in, in a typical setting. So this yeah, is easier for them. Yeah. And it kind of like breaks the ice in a way. It's like, oh, we're all part of the same community. Right. So. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you automatically know that you're all in this club together, then you have at least that thing in common. Sure. Whereas if you're out in the world and you're in a Starbucks and you see somebody like, well, they might have this in common with me. How do I broach that subject? I don't know. You probably don't. And so then what do you talk to him about? And you come across as awkward because you don't know what to go talk to him about. I do, for some reason, view our game of somebody somewhere mm. as eh, it's similar or almost on the same level as this other podcast that talks about sexual stuff. Like but we're it, not it's, it's, making it a podcast. No, we're not. That's the difference. Yeah, that's true. We don't spend much time on it. Yeah. I guess that's where it gets weird. It's like, why are you so fascinated with this person's personal happenings? Yeah. Sorry about the sniffle. Um, and also on the sex note is we've decided that we don't want to do things of a creative endeavor going down that path because it's it's easy. On, on one hand, that's not necessarily why we want to do it, but it... It is easy. It is easy. It, like you were saying at one point, I thought, sorry, did I cut you off? Go ahead. Uh, uh, something about how you have found commission authors. I don't know if There's that's the right one. term. There was one oh, okay. where this was the case. But they made a decent amount of money on yeah. Patreon. Yeah. So. Oh, that's somebody different. Okay. So there's an artist that I know of that makes a decent amount of money. I can, you can see it. You can, I know of this artist. And you can see how much they make on Patreon. Well, I don't know exactly how much they make, but you can see the number of patrons that they have. And then you can see the tiers of, of money. So if you go, okay, you have X thousand patrons and the lowest tier is a dollar, then you're at least making that X, yeah, X amount of dollars. thousand dollars. Yeah. If there's a five, a $1 tier, a $5 tier and a $10 tier, you got to assume most of the people are doing the $1 tier, some lower percentage is doing the five and then the least amount I would imagine just goes to it, it follows that the, the least amount would be doing the ten dollar tier because it's the most expensive one and if you get a decent amount of content for one dollar then why pay ten dollars it makes sense so when I do the calculations if there's multiple tiers I just do it off of the lowest one and I go okay they're at least making let's say they have ten thousand patrons there's a dollar tier at least ten thousand dollars a month patreon takes some cut I don't know what it is I I think I saw that it was 10% or 15%. Hmm. It might not even be that much. It might be 2% hmm. because they're just providing a platform. They're not really creating content per se that they're, I mean, the, the platform is the content. That makes sense. Um, but if they have thousands and thousands of patrons, they just skim a little bit off the top and hey, there you go. You can pay all your bills and then some. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but there was an art, uh, an author that I know of. I think I talked about this in one of the podcasts where he was writing this ongoing spacefaring sex venture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, who I was thinking of. There, yeah, there was that, and then there was also an artist that does commissions, and I think we may have talked about about on this as well, talking about or I had talked about how this artist had done commissions and people had asked them to draw various things. Oh, can you draw this, you know, some character in a sexual position with this other one? And they were drawing things that they just really didn't like doing, but it was making them five, $600 per image Jeez. or something like that. I, I don't know the exact number, but so enough for them to pay their bills and, and feed themselves off of. Hmm. And they tried to get into other lines of work using their artistic skill because it's not like they were lacking art- artistic skill and it yeah. just didn't go anywhere. Plus, isn't someone that you worked or th- that you knew or met online? I don't know. Uh, I think they did commission work. I don't want to say their name. <laughs> I mean, okay. And what about it? Like, it's just a thing that people can do because it makes them money. You mean sexual commission work or yeah, just commission yeah, work so in general? sexual commission work. Because there's a lot of commission work that gets done that isn't of a sexual nature. I'll, I'll see things posted on the D&D subreddit where it's, oh, I, I commissioned this art of my character and it's like a halfling rogue or something yeah. and there's no sexual thing about it. It's just a, a rogue stand o- overlooking a dungeon or something. Yeah, we commissioned a uh, friend to uh, create our logo. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But I get the impression that there's a fair bit of money that is in artwork and I guess the reason I'm, I'm even got on this whole thing is because we don't and we're spending a lot of time on something that we don't want to spend time on um, <laughs> over the past few months I guess since the beginning of the year but more recently in the past couple of months I've been feeling extremely frustrated with the progress or lack thereof of this channel mm-hmm. and not knowing where to focus energy And I had the thought the other day that everyone has the, more or less, the same amount of energy, the same amount of attention that they can point in a direction. There are some people that are, have more attention that they can put into something. Some people have more time that they can put in things, but averaging out, most everyone has the same amount of attention that they put towards something. So I'll just add to that. I do think that there's also, uh, the right place for that attention to go for each individual yeah exactly so there's one right answer i don't know that there's one right answer i mean there's a handful but i feel like there is a best i don't even know if i agree with that Hmm. i think there are things that you have a talent for but there might be something that you for example i like writing and if i could if somebody said okay you can make a hundred thousand dollars a year from doing anything that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You get to pick the thing. Mm-hmm. You can be um, a plumber. You can be a police officer. You can be a politician. You can be a writer. And I mean, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to a politician, you can be a mayor of a city. You can be a senator. And when it comes to writing, you can write for movies. You can write scripts. You can write comic books. Whatever it is, you, you pick the thing. What would you pick? I would pick writing novels with occasional short stories. Short stories here and there and novels. That's what I'd pick. But being a writer and being a storyteller, which is the, the which is what I like doing, can come in a variety of packages. So I've written short stories, I do write short stories, I've written novels, I do write novels. Do they go anywhere? Not really. The most it's gone, 
the most the, the th stuff that I've done, the most eyes that have gone on it, the most ears that have, that have heard it is here on this YouTube channel. And it's not that many people. It's more than ever saw it before I did any of this, but it's not a lot. I mean, the stuff that I was posting on my website sometimes would get more views on those written things than the stuff that I put on YouTube. Hmm. Well, some videos, you mean? Some videos, yeah. The Warhammer, the official Warhammer got thousands of views. But sure. then Games Workshop came along and shut that down, and that wasn't my work. So I was really apprehensive about doing a lot of that anyways. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, if I can build a channel and get a bunch of subscribers here, that's cool. But then at the same time, I was thinking... If a whole bunch of subscribers come here and subscribe because of the Warhammer content, how interested are they going to be in my original content that has nothing to do with Warhammer at all? Yeah. So the question is, how do we build this channel? How do we get more people to, to care about what we're doing? And I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I've tried doing daily stories. I did 40-odd stories, something like that. It was more than a Recorded? month worth. Yeah of all those Wake of Tom stories mm -hmm. going back. There's a playlist for that. Yeah, there's a ton of those. Um, somebody had said that in an email, one of the people's stories that I critiqued recently, it was uh, Rory Bolton, whose story, um, old or uh, old hat magic about the, the, the manticore and Audrey the witch going there and meeting him and the cat. Uh, he had said that he thinks that the algorithm, YouTube, Google algor their algorithm that is working and functioning and to share videos around on YouTube favors daily shorter videos. Okay, well, I did that for about a month and it didn't go anywhere great. It didn't, and I didn't see a, a spike in subscribers. Mm -hmm. It, it, it was really the Warhammer stuff. Yeah, that was definitely the big, I think we got to about 300 with you doing magic stuff. Yeah. And then to around 900 with the, the Warhammer stuff that I did. Yeah. And then it's just stopped at 915-ish. It'll climb up to, oh, it got up to 918 the other day, but now it's back down to 916. It just will not go beyond that. And can, I don't know what to do. Can you see on a timeline? I haven't looked, but um, where the spike or the increase in subscribers happened probably and, and i know when it was video yeah it was the those warhammer ones yeah okay. i forget exactly which one but i think it was there was the one that i did about the sister of battle she lands on a planet i think it was called whispers and mm -hmm. she she lands and they're saying oh you can't go into the woods it's kind of sacred and um she's like i don't give a crap about that and so they go in there, they find some chaos has kind of changed this place and they get attacked. They beat it all these things up and this this priest guy there that's been there and he's trying to convert these people. Mm. Um, I think he gets warp changed or something and there's a battle and yeah, it was I don't know how many words it was. I think it was about 10,000 words. Is so, it Warhammer official? Or? Yeah, it was, it was official oh, Warhammer. Okay. The only non-official Warhammer stuff that I've done that I've done is that Return to Grace, and then um, a couple short stories. Aren't you planning to up or read one of your newer short stories? Yeah, I've done that. Those are pending. Those mm. will be going up here pretty soon, I think. The Desera. That's not Warhammer. No, no, no. I didn't. Uh, no, no, that's not what I meant. Just uh, your own personal short stories. 
what which short story? Sarah Lux. It's not a short story. Oh, it's not. No. Is it what, a full book? I mean, it's working towards that. When oh, I left off, it was at twenty six thousand words. Mm. And then you have another book that you were working on. Yeah. About the that's, brothers. That's also at twenty eight hundred or twenty thousand twenty eight thousand words now. So these are things, and I just don't know what to do with them. I. On the one hand, I think, okay, well, I could sit here, I could, I could write it all. Hang on, I'm going to try and kill this. Mm. Did ah, it? No. no. I grabbed at it and then it landed on the back of my hand, just taunting me. <laughs> um, like, did you, I read it all in one fell swoop because I thought, oh, people like longer stories. And that seemed to be where it was, but it was the longer Warhammer stories. Okay cool i i just i'm not sure what it is there are people like a border prince who's around twenty six thousand subscribers i think hmm. and it, and i f- think he's been at that since i started knowing that he was even a thing so he hasn't grown that much okay and there's this other guy arch who's not somebody i'm a fan of <laughs> from the little bit i've seen of him i'll just leave it at that and he's at a quarter million subscribers now, how did he get there? I don't know. I haven't spent much time on his channel. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll go and see how long have they been uploading? What's the 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 the, the most far back, the, the furthest back video that they uploaded? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it was the first video that they uploaded. Just means the, the oldest one that they've left up there. They could have olded, done things way back and then deleted them. Some people have been working at this stuff for nine years. Some people have been doing it for two. Some people, they're, they're it's, it's all over the place. Hmm. All I know is that what we've been doing hasn't gotten traction. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I'm not complaining. I'm not. I'm just unsure of what to do and how to take that information of, okay, what you're doing isn't going anywhere. All right. Well, then what do I do? I think small tweaks. Like you tweak this thing and that thing. Like, uh, Like I mentioned earlier. When I went to the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. things were kind of disorderly. Like mm-hmm. it, it was not clear where to find the critiques versus where to find stories versus like, I don't know. It just. Yeah, but you can't set oh, up yeah, a YouTube. not great. You can't set up a YouTube page like you could Netflix. You can't go, mm-hmm. here's this genre. Here's, I mean, maybe you would be able to in time, but right now you can't. When you go and you see videos, it's just here they are in order of whatever you select. Oldest, longest, or newest, what, most popular, whatever. Well, I don't know if it's this way from the outside, but I have seen that you can move playlists around, like have a list of playlists. Mm-hmm. And then you choose which ones are at the top, which ones are at the bottom. Like you can you can decide where they go. Yeah. And and so when people go to your channel, they see, oh, these are the most recent or whatever you put at the top. These ones are the critiques. These ones are short stories in the Wig of Tom universe. These ones are Warhammer. Like, it, it's clear because there's a title for the playlist and you move them around. So that's what I was working on today. I Okay, look, I'm going to mm-hmm. open this up. And put the brightness on the computer. Mm-hmm. If I go here to YouTube, mm-hmm. it might look a little bit different because we're logged in. But if I go to 
Uh, um, let's see, how do we go to your channel? Your channel. All right, so it just shows the most recent Look, thing. Uploads? Paranine Podcast. This isn't, it's a separate playlist. But this isn't what it looks like if you were to go to as, a, as just a, a subscriber. Go to a different channel. You would, it would look like this. Videos. Hold on. Do you just see the various videos? What do you... Yeah, let's mute this. Okay, so you go to their... The podcast here, we're going to a different channel. Home. Okay. Uploads. Uh-huh. Full episodes. Okay. Different show. I never do this. Ever. Oh, On I do. anybody's pod. I on, do. Okay. I don't know how many people do that. How uh, we'll, We can ask and see if anybody a answers this. If you go to a channel on YouTube, where do you go? I'm curious. I go to the main page. I'm, I'm not asking you. I'm just asking the wow. people that are listening. Well, I could still answer the question. Okay, but you already said you go to the main page. Oh, I didn't realize it said that. You said you, you did just a minute ago. I said, I never go here. And you say, oh, I do. Mm. So, so yeah. you don't go to somebody's YouTube channel? I do, but I never scroll straight down I because I don't like this thing that plays right away. And mm. I'm, I'm not interested in any of this. I don't give a crap about that. I go immediately to the videos tab because that's the only thing I'm interested in. That's the only reason I'm on YouTube is to watch videos. Yeah, well, there are videos listed on the homepage. I don't care how that the organization is garbage. Oh, okay. I, I can't stand it. So here, I, it's 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 <laughs> chronological. So I can see it's two days, four days for this one, five days, and it just goes back. Mm -hmm. It's chronological right here, and then I can sort by. That's the default is chronological. Mm -hmm. Then I go, okay, what's their most popular video? How how many by views? Hmm. That's that's all it means. Okay, it's this one. It has two and a half million views. The next one was two. All right, that's neat. All right, so it's these guests that obviously draw a lot of eyes. How? What's the oldest video that they did? And let's sort it by oldest to newest. Um, this one was posted eight years ago. Okay, so they had some... Uh, it looked like they were doing... I, I don't know what happened because it starts with podcast number 58. What happened to the other 57 of them? Who knows? Okay, so... And it jumps to 63. And it's four years ago. That's kind of weird. That goes 888888844444. What's mm. 63? Scroll up. 58, 63, 63. Oh, yeah. It's not even accurate. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe those were lost in the ether. Or maybe they had some different. I mean, this is definitely a different setup than they have now. That's for damn sure. Maybe they removed it because it was offensive. Possibly. Yeah. Or there was guests that said hey i don't want to i don't want to be up there here they are they've got kind of an, a more official looking um thumbnail that they've been doing for a while now that's interesting that it's on that one 330 four years ago mm -hmm. yeah that's okay 333 330 okay so this is how i look at videos i i i don't know that i've ever once looked at this home page okay because this thing the default video whatever this is yeah, called yeah i just stop it yeah, I don't. I wish you could make a, a setting just to not play because it's. I don't care. It's a, it's obnoxious. But you me. can stop it. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. But it would be nice if it, you could just have a setting as uh, under your viewer that home page videos don't play automatically. Mm -hmm. Anyways, it's all kind of besides the point. We're we're confused and Dell me. I'm frustrated with where to aim my efforts. Yeah, you put far more into this channel than I have. Yeah, and that's that's fine. I'm not complaining about that. This would be a, this is my thing, period. It's mm -hmm. just 
as somebody that's creative, mm-hmm. first and foremost, I'm doing it because I enjoy doing it. And that's that's why I keep on tr- trucking away at it. Yeah. But secondly, I'd like what I'm doing to turn a profit. That That is a very close second. Yeah. We've talked about doing a, a comic. We've talked about doing a comic, yeah. I started on the panels. I'm just not sure how that turns into... I keep on coming back to we we have to build an audience for people to care about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then we can show them different things that we're working on. And I'm not sure how to do that. I've thought about doing interviews of people either around the city, kind of on the ground journalism type stuff. There are people that do new shows, but it's more like Tim Poole, for example. I wasn't going to say his name, but it doesn't really matter. He does news, but from what I've seen, he doesn't do... Did I get it? <laughs> no, he doesn't do on the ground kind of stuff. I mean, maybe he does. I'm not, I don't really pay attention to that much of what he does. I've seen him on Joe Rogan's podcast a couple of times. I've gone to his, one of his three channels or his three channels to see why do you have three different channels? That question wasn't answered, <laughs> but I probably didn't spend long enough to try and to, to really figure it out. It's probably different stuff, but most of what I've seen is him just having a show, just sitting there talking about stuff. Hmm. Well, anyone can do that. And I'm not terribly interested in doing a, a new Young Turks or an Alex Jones things where it's you and I sitting behind a desk talking about our opinion on the news. Yeah, well... I, I don't care. No. And, and I don't have... Maybe if I had spent years as some political analyst in the field and now I can take my expertise and share that with you and share the insights that I picked up over the years of doing that sort of work... Mm-hmm. And have this interesting take and, oh, you know, somebody like Matt Taibbi who wrote for Rolling Stone and has done all this investigative journalism. Um, this flies. <laughs> is a He's wily a bastard. Devil. <laughs> that, that, that could be interesting, maybe. Or if I were, if I had covered something, in the, but that's not me. That's not me. Yeah. What I'm hearing is people specializing in something. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, looking at the channel, there wasn't like a specialization, but we did talk about stories mm-hmm. and how that is the, the thread. Yeah. What I specialize in is talking and being critical and being able to talk and talk and talk and talk. Yeah. And something else that I was thinking about earlier today was how in new jobs that I've had or when I'm presented with some situation, somebody showing me something. Almost every job I've had, I've heard the phrase, you know, I've never heard that question before uttered to me. Now, that might not be something unique to me. It certainly isn't. It All that tells me is that I see things at least a little bit differently than a good number of people. Mm-hmm. I could also just take it as that's the first time that somebody asked that question and then the next person that gets an interview after me asks a different question that the person's never heard and then after that is another question that they've never heard maybe the person that maybe the person that is t- telling me this in each of these situations just doesn't hear all that many questions hmm. and so every question that they hear is new to them that's also a possibility but i thought how can i turn my ability to ask questions and think of things in in Dell's unique way because that's that's all i've got 
into something that people would pay attention to. And I thought, well, if I was interviewing people, maybe I would ask questions that the audience actually wants to hear. For example, if I'm interviewing a homeless person, I imagine one of the things that a lot of people would want to know is, where do you get your food? And where do you go to the bathroom? Mm. I mean, you're, you're there, you don't have a toilet here. Mm-hmm. Where, and, and by going to the bathroom, I, I didn't mean it at the time, but now I'm now including in shower. Where, where do you do that? Well, the answer might be, I don't. Shower, that is. Uh, food, I've got food stamps, so I go and use this EBT card and I, I buy food that's non-perishable. I buy a lot of chips and that kind of things. Occasionally, I'll get a piece of fruit if I'm feeling like I need something healthy in my diet, or maybe they are really healthy. I've got this little ice chest that I've got, and I can put stuff in there. It stays cold for X amount of time. Occasionally, I'll buy some ice. Okay, these are all interesting things. Mm-hmm. Why do you have so much stuff that, to me, looks like trash surrounding you? Why is that? What What's going on there? I mean, these are questions that I would absolutely ask. Well, yeah, sometimes you see carts full of just things collected. Right. Yeah. I mean... Literal trash. Rash. There's yeah. at least three vans or vehicles that it rotates what to- type of vehicles they are mm-hmm. that are parked near the, the block where I work. Mm-hmm. And they are packed to the brim, except the driver's seat. I mean, windows mm-hmm. crammed full. As most of these cars are. With It just looks like a hundred trash cans were emptied into them. It's it's wrappers. It's bat. It's I mean it's it's garbage. There was one, um, not too far from where you work, that will be parked outside of this game shop. Mm-hmm. Outside of Mox, mm-hmm. and it was full of trash. But there was a cat inside, and it would just like sit there and meow at people passing by. That one's not even as full as the ones I'm talking about. But it's still full of a it's, bunch of garbage. It's got a lot of trash in it and for it's sure. The same situation. More or less. Yeah, and I'm not talking about stuff that could be considered by some people as trash from uh, a thrift store. It's like, well, it's a bunch of ratty clothes. No, no, no. I mean actual garbage, mm-hmm. roll, wadded up wads of tissue paper and crumpled up bags that yeah. are... With, is, or just like empty wrappers. Right. Like, uh, cups and straws. Broken and, frisbees. Yeah, like, like half of a frisbee. Shit. A backpack that doesn't have the front on it. Or right. The back, yeah. You want to look yeah. At no it. straps. <laughs> um, it's missing a zipper. Yeah. There was a chair on a the pant side of the leg, road. Just half of a <laughs> half of a pants, pants pair, shoelaces, but sure. they're they're in half. Just just, just garbage. Mm-hmm. Just just Straight garbage. Up trash. Just bags of hefty bags full of garbage. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get it. Me neither. That, so you'd that think my, it would help with like the litter issue you that would. we have. You would think. Not like, but the litter issue mm. in Seattle. It's everywhere, really. But I feel like it used to not be this way. At some point in time, it probably I, wasn't. No, I think I, it's gotten worse. When I was younger, <clears throat> I don't think it was this way. I mean, when I got here 10 years ago, it wasn't quite like this. The Ave was a little sketchy, but it wasn't like it is now. <laughs> People having fires. Yeah, I don't remember, I didn't come over to Ballard all that much, but I did a few times just biking around and I, and memory's fuzzy about when you go back that far, but you can, you can look, something you can actually do and you can see photographic evidence is you can go on Google and especially on bigger cities like C- Seattle, when you're doing street view, you can drag a little, uh, there's a, there's a time, a little clock and you can see at different points in time. 
Oh, so that's cool. Yeah. So hmm. you can travel the streets back hmm. in 2007 or whenever, whatever, two, two years ago, three I, years ago. I think it was 2015. I could be wrong. What? When homelessness became more of a problem. Maybe. We could, we could cruise around and maybe 20... It's not... They don't do passes every year. It's not like they're constantly no. doing it, but it is every other year, I think, I for bigger know. cities. Hmm. I mean, some places... They probably get one pass every decade, if if that. Or no passes. Or no passes. I've seen that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But going around interviewing people, the question is that I that I have there with doing a story or talking to people and getting the, the stories from them, mm-hmm. asking them about the doing on the site on site interview on location interview is um, how does my writing get involved in there. How to, you could say, oh, well, you're, you're directing the story in a sense. You're picking the subjects. Okay. But that's not the same as. I have an idea. Okay. You could interview people uh-huh. and then write a story about them. Yeah. And post both the interview and your story. Like I'm thinking they could inspire a character. Or you could just straight up write them into a story. Just make something up. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's more gonzo journalism than all gas, no breaks. All gas, no breaks. I think somebody referred to it as gonzo journalism, but it's that's not what gonzo means. To, in, as far as I know, gonzo is you're taking the truth and then mixing in bits of not truth. Hmm. It's just straight up lies mixed oh. in with the truth. Oh, <clears throat> so, I was just thinking that would incorporate your writing. Yeah, you could. I mean, that's something I could do as long as that's clear. Mm-hmm. You can't. You'd have to tell them, I think. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have to tell the person that I was writing a story about them. I could take the person and just pick various things about them and then turn it into a character and call him Bobby when sure. his name was Susan or her name was Su- whatever. Which you naturally do. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> usually the characters that I write about are amalgamations of this person sure. and then this thing it's i don't yeah. know that i've ever done somebody that is this person through and through yeah you've said that yeah I, that's just okay well i want to i like these aspects and i'm going to take the way their their style of talking and then mix it in with these personality traits and do this tweak and throw this over there um i just I don't even know if that's something that people would want to pay attention to. Yeah, but you haven't tried it yet. No, but it requires an investment that True. At, on the low end is about $500 probably to get a good mic recording setup that we can go around and, and cruise around with. And that's yeah. not doing in, that's there's no new camera. That's that's using a, a, one of our phones to to record video. <clears throat> well, which might which might be fine. It might be totally workable for a while. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. We could look into Patreon and link that to the YouTube channel and then have like, uh, not like, I keep saying like, have um, subscriber only content. Yeah, I think you can post um, pictures so we could do the comic on yeah. Patreon. And maybe additional videos. Maybe you don't post every single day on YouTube. Maybe some of those videos are for Reddit. Or, uh, not Reddit. Um, 
was just talking about Patreon. It. Yes, Patreon. I don't know how that works. I mean, that's not a reason to not do it. I'm just I'm curious as to how the videos on Patreon are locked for behind a paywall. Is it where are you uploading the videos? Is it just a link that's to a, a private video that's on YouTube that mm-hmm. it's it's an unlisted thing that it's as long as you have the link you can get access to it? Okay, so does that mean that all these people that are uploading videos to uh, Patreon, like all gas, no breaks, he's got videos that are on there that mm-hmm. can only be viewed by the people that are subscribers or, you know, patrons. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'm imagining that it's Patreon that is the host. I don't know how else it would do it. Otherwise, if it's just a link, then people would take the link and share it on Reddit or a Discord, and be like, here you go. Admittedly, those people are probably going to get banned and shut down pretty quick, but it's still a thing that could get that content out there to people for free. Sure. I, it's not a, it's not a reason to not do it. It's just, it's, it's a question. I'm wondering how that works. I don't, I don't know. And That's I've been, something to look into. I've not wanted to start a Patreon until we had a thousand subscribers. Oh, I see. Like, I, I don't want to call on the very few people that we have and like, oh, and you should start giving us money if you want more of this. It's like, well, you can't even get a thousand people to want what you have. So, uh, to even get free. monetization on YouTube be a thing, you have to have a thousand subscribers, and you have to have four thousand hours watched in a year. So people have wow. to. Huh. Well, I mean, it makes sense. It has to be. People want this. Sure. Okay. Cool. And they had to set the bar somewhere, and I think yeah. that's a totally. That's not that high of a bar, honestly. Oh. It's really not. It feels insurmountable when you start out and you have zero subscribers. Like, okay, well, mm-hmm. what the fuck do I do? How do we get our first subscriber? Like, well, you're, you're going to send it out to your friends and anybody that you know. You'll start there. You'll try some stuff on Reddit and you'll spread it around. Okay, cool. Well, it's kind of how this channel started. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we transitioned away from trying anything on Twitch. That was just oh, the time so commitment nightmarish. is... I don't know how people do it. No. It's draining. Yeah. I don't I have no idea. It, it's it and you can't it's live so you have to be there to yeah. do it. There's no like, you're on camera. There's nothing hidden. <clears throat> That's that and, Well, you just have to be on the whole time. Right. It's not like you can record a video for 3 hours and then edit it and then go do off the other stuff. It's like no, no, no. If you want to be on there, you have to be on on film for three hours and in front of people and, and engage and engage and talking and mm-hmm. it's I, I there's a, a place and a, and a and an audience and, and a type of person that excels at that clearly mm-hmm. but amazonian comes to mind that's not <laughs> doc disrespect shroud ninja sure. there's plenty of people that do damn well at it i was just thinking about arena oh <laughs> yeah um hmm I, I want to try the recording video because I think, oh, this damn bug. Oh. <laughs> How did it get away from that? Well, my you, hand was right on it. I know. Maybe it got in the cracks. I oh, don't know. Oh, my goodness. Between my fingers. <laughs> <sighs> Impressive. Wow. And then I started looking at cameras. How much does a camera cost? Oh, you want a, a Sony A7 III? Oh, that's uh, $2,500. Okay, well, then we're off and running at $2,500. No, no, hold up. Hold up. 
You're gonna need you're gonna a lens. Need, you're gonna need a lens <laughs> for that that the body of that camera. Oh, okay. How much is that? Well, if you want a good one that does this kind of thing that you're seeing right now, yeah, I like how that looks. How much is that one? That's twenty three hundred dollars. Okay. All right. And then you're gonna want an external mic that's plugged into it. Okay. And then you're gonna want this and then this and then this and you're looking at the cost of a car for this camera. You can get a used car or a camera setup. All right. Okay. Well. Um, maybe not that camera. Yeah, well, there's other cameras. All right, so there's there are other cameras, and plenty of things that I've seen have said the best camera that you could possibly use is the one that you have, and the camera that most people have is their phone. And phones these days, I mean, there's been entire movies that have been shot on iPhones. They're hmm. like their movie Tangerine, I think, was shot on an, entirely on an iPhone. Okay. So it can be done, and there are the the camera phones are pretty damn good Hmm. so the the question is okay audio and we tried doing some stuff in the past when we were back in michigan singing up audio this is a bunch of rambling and it's if if you should be picking up anything from this it's frustration it's it's a lot of frustration and and mixed with wonderment and what that looks like is confusion as to what to do with this amount of energy that I have, which is about the same amount as everybody else, but where where do I point it? What do I what do we do with it? Where where do we where do we direct it? Not everybody cares enough to consciously direct that energy. No, they don't. But that's besides the point. I know, but but this is something that is talked about often in our house. What I'm hoping, what I'm really hoping. For this channel is that right after this part where I was talking about what I was hoping something happened with the recording I'm not really sure what it was but it started skipping and there I got this error message that said that my computer was having trouble with resources something like that and I've never seen that message before it never happened to me before um, so from that point on for the next uh, 10-ish minutes that we recorded, we didn't go too much longer than that. It was unusable audio. What I said there when where I went with that, what I'm hoping is that we can take this channel, do something with it. And then when people ask, hey, how did you go from zero subscribers to where you're at now, wherever that is at some point, we can say, this is what we did. We tried all these various things. This thing didn't get too much traction. This thing didn't get too much traction. This thing did okay. That thing, eh, not so much. But eventually we found out this thing. And so that's what we did. W- whatever that is. And we can share that information. You got to try. I-, I think probably what, the, what the, the, the takeaway will be is try different things. Don't get stuck on one thing. Yes, there's something to grinding. Absolutely. But also pay attention to what works and try different things so that's what i said that's pretty much where we kind of took the conversation and then uh, i don't i don't remember where we went after that but yeah that's why this is kind of weird and why it's vera and i for most of this and now it's just me because the audio fell fell to bits okay talk to you soon bye